Now, back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. Friends, we are having a wonderful show. If you missed any of it, you got to go to FrontierFreedomRadio.com to download the podcast there because we are talking honestly with one of the most brilliant filmmakers I think around Justin Folk he did what is a woman he did no safe spaces he's got a great background he's a Colorado native spent two decades working in Hollywood on television shows and films such as the Matrix Reloaded Revolutions and the Incredible Hulk and uh, I, I have a big heart for culture and culture shaping um, I, I used to work at a great firm called the Clapham Group where we did a whole number of projects, worked on a film called Amazing Grace, uh, a lot of stuff with Walden Media. I was vice president of marketing on a film called Bella. Um, we even did some fun films uh, around spoofing uh, Michael Moore and worked with David Zucker on a film like that. So uh, I, I appreciate con- creatives and the power that they have to actually shape worldview. Because everything that we often do in politics was decided five, ten years previously in popular culture. And we're all just trying to scramble and write a floor speech for a congressman that two people on C-SPAN are going to watch. And, you know, we're often reacting to what was already decided. So, Justin, you're a conservative. You're in entertainment and culture shaping what is your message broadly to conservatives about actually changing our culture through entertainment? They, they need to get into it. They need to have an appetite for it. Yeah. Uh, I think the reason we were suffering some of the problems that we're suffering is because at some point, Christian conservatives and conservatives decided to sort of bow out and just say, I'm not, I don't have an appetite right now for culture. I don't really like how this is going, so I'm going to disengage. And mm. that was a mistake. That was a mm. big mistake because we have to be engaged. It doesn't mean we have to participate in everything. It just means that we have to, we have to be part of the market of, of what's being made. Um, it, it's no surprise that when things are bought, when they're purchased, we get more of it. And so if conservatives were out there speaking more with their pocketbooks, we would get a lot more content that uh, you know, serves them. And so I think that's important. I think conservatives need to get involved. I think they need to they need to be active participants. They need to buy things. They need to support things like the Daily Wire. Now, of course, you know, full disclosure, I'm working with them. It's kind of like Gordon Ramsay saying, "Hey, you need to go out to eat more." <laughs> but it's true. Conservatives need to have a yeah. more of an appetite for culture and know that even though they're not themselves a screenwriter or a director, that they do impact this in a big way, and they help this stuff get made. Um, to your point earlier, Jeff, is interesting. I think. Uh, former colleague of mine, I think probably a former colleague of yours too, Mark Joseph, you probably worked Mm -hmm. with Mark. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mark pointed out to your point that he had a conversation with Anton Scalia uh, a long time ago before he passed. And Anton Scalia says that these these political battles, these these culture fights, they play themselves out in culture and and not the Supreme Court. The, the, The fights are not won at the Supreme Court. They just get to the Supreme Court to be ratified. Yeah. So these true. things do play themselves out ahead of time, years ahead of when they end up at the Supreme Court. And that's why we need to engage in those cultural uh, issues early on and, and be teaching our kids and, and kind of bring them up of why this stuff is important, why seeking truth is important and, mm-hmm. and things of that nature. Well, and it's a it's a business. That's what people absolutely need to understand here, too, because I, I had a friend who's a pretty significant investor in a lot of Christian films. Um, Unplanned was one of them. Uh, the, the movie about that, um, 
oh gosh, it's slipping my mind. The uh, uh, the the artists, the musicians that that wrote that song that became very famous in Nashville, and they did a whole documentary or a whole uh, uh, movie about that. Um, I can only imagine. I can only imagine. I can only imagine. And very few of these films actually make any money. Um, and oftentimes they just barely squeak by. Um, and so as conservatives, you need to understand that uh, we need to support them. You need to go to the movie theater. You need to invest in these films. You need to support the Daily Wire and go watch these films because uh, if they don't make any return, then there's no investors there for the next one. And uh, so we got to get behind them because of the effort that they're making. But then you have a challenge to make these entertaining. You can't right, just that's, make that's them part of the deal. boring that's, films, That's right? part of the deal. We can't just expect people to go and just like throw money at things that they want to like. We have yeah. to actually make them like them. Yeah. That's a very important part of this too. So um, I, I have a responsibility as a filmmaker to do that. But the consumers also have a responsibility that when there is something good, to get out there, tell their friends about it, mm-hmm. to to pay that subscription. I, there's a funny thing about conservatives. They don't like to pay for anything. <laughs> they, they don't like to subscribe. You know, they'll pay for some things and no problem, but they just like, ah, I, I want my content for free. And it's like, you know, none of us are doing this. We have to feed our families too. Right. And right. it's, and that's why it's important to, to have this play out in the marketplace, mm-hmm. uh, to know that you have a say in the marketplace of what gets made and what gets, what, what doesn't get made. I was on uh, Hulu uh, a few weeks ago uh, I had it as my TV service, and I turned mm-hmm. it on one morning. It was a Sunday morning. I was gonna maybe watch some football, and there's this, you know, the, the first thing they're promoting to me was this drag show for children, right? And I look at that, I'm like, wait a second, like they know my kids are accessing this account, mm-hmm. um, and yet they think it's okay to kind of put this front and center in my home, in my living room, and and that's where we gotta say no, enough, right. okay? I canceled it immediately. Good. And I said, there's other places I get my TV and you can do without. So, you know, when it, when it comes to the, the Disney pluses of the world or, Hulu, or whoever's trying to influence you, you have a say just simply by that monthly fee that comes out of your account every single month. And who are you giving that to? That stuff matters. It matters a great deal. Well, I think it's important for people to understand that show that you're talking about on Hulu, that didn't just randomly show up. It wasn't an accident. Like, right. oh my goodness, did we... We had cameras around with kids and yeah. drag and, oh, we just threw it on there. It's one of many content pieces. No, 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 no. They are culture shaping. Yeah. They're worldview shaping. And as conservatives, we think, you know, generally our worldview is shaped in our families, which it is absolutely important in our schools and our churches. But uh, it is really powerful when you can get to what people freely consume. Right. And going back to the whole having an appetite for culture, it, yeah. it is the food. If I like the food analogies. It makes me hungry. And I, that type <laughs> of food. But, um, you know, if, some, if somebody tries to serve you something disgusting, mm-hmm. send it back. Just send it back. Right. Say, I'm not eating. This is not for me. And, and take it back. And, and at the same time, when you find something you like, get out there, write a review, tell friends, get it out there, make it a success, uh, have more of it. And I think that's what conservatives need to just do a better job of doing. Of course, again, on the other side of the camera, we need to do a better job as storytellers. Mm-hmm. I think we're getting there. Yep, I think we're 100%. actually, there are better movies being made. I think these movies are worth watching. Um, I, I watched, what was the one about uh, um, Kurt, uh, the, the football player? Um, yeah, Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. Right. Uh, the American Underdog. I very well was, made. Right? Yeah. Great story. Inspiring. Had had just the right touches of worldview in there too. It wasn't overly preachy, hmm. 
but it really delivered the message of, of, of uh, not just Kurt's faith, but his wife and, and everything else. And, you know, get out there, make it, make that film the biggest film of the year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's how we, that's how we can win these battles. That's right. It, it, it it's a battle and you got to engage. So Justin Folk, he's the director of the hit film, What is a Woman, as well as American or No Safe Spaces. And he's been a part of a, a, a bunch. He's kind of built his career in Hollywood. And I, I want to give you insight in just to kind of how Colorado Christian University is engaging with someone like Justin Folk. So Justin's going to be speaking to our donors coming up here shortly. We have an, a, an organization called the Business Council. Those are uh, financial investors in the work of the Centennial Institute and care about the work that we're doing. He's going to be speaking to them. But then more importantly, he's going to be on campus at Colorado Christian University. Our students themselves, this was in our leadership. Uh, we have great conservative students. They said, we want to host a screening of What is a Woman? And then Justin is going to visit and speak with our students. So these are the type of experiences that are happening at CCU. I know many of you, you look at higher education, you go, what is going on? It's crazy. I'm not going to spend $40,000 a year for someone to unravel all the values I spent 18 years pouring into a child. And CCU and the Centennial Institute are the types of places where traditional family values are going to be instilled in students, where... They're going to be educated on a foundation based in Jesus Christ and not only given truth and character development, but then taught to be great in their fields. And then we're going to launch them all over the world uh, to impact our culture. It really is exciting. I want to encourage you to be a part of the work that we're doing. Go to the Centennial Institute website, centennial.ccu.edu. That's centennial.ccu.edu. We work to enhance the public understanding, the most important issues related to faith, family, and freedom. As part of this endeavor, we focus in on conducting research. We analyze public policy options and programs. We have a lobbying team. We're down at the state capitol trying to shape the laws down there. And I know in Colorado you go, well, what influence can you make? Uh, Even when the leftists have a total agenda, you can add amendments. You can change things to protect traditional family values to the best of our ability down there. We sponsor conferences, the Western Conservative Summit, one of the largest annual gatherings of conservatives in the Western United States. Every year this year will be June 9th and 10th down at the Colorado Convention Center. We have our business councils, I just mentioned, and we have our Centennial Review, which is a monthly print publication of speeches. In fact, the October Centennial Review Put together brilliantly by our director of communications, Jamie Urker, the mighty one, was all about Matt Walsh's speech at the Western Conservative Summit. So if you go to centennial.ccu.edu, you can sign up for the Centennial Review. It'll show up in your mailbox or read past Centennial Reviews right there. Justin, we've just got a few seconds left. How can people be a part of the work that you're doing? How can they follow you? I am on Twitter. I'm not that active, but I'm on there uh, yeah. at Justin Folk. Uh, actually, at Folk Dancer. I, I, yeah, at, just find me at, at Justin Folk, and <laughs> and there'll be updates there uh, from time to time. But I, I am going to be working with the Daily Wire moving forward with uh, a couple other projects. So keep an eye on the Daily Wire. Uh, go ahead and subscribe, and um, that's my pitch there. You'll see you, that, um, you'll see the content there, and 
uh, we'll we'll see what happens here in the future. Um, I, I want to. Did you know that we both went to Westmont? Too, uh, oh, did we? Yeah, yeah. I was oh, only there for a couple years. We'll we, definitely yeah. have to talk about that uh, in in future conversations. Friends, thanks so much for tuning in to the Frontier Freedom Radio Hour, sponsored by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Again, thanks to Kelly the Whip Michaels and Jamie Urker the Mighty One. We'll be back next week. You've been listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour. God bless you all, and yeehaw.